0: And good Sunday morning to everyone out there. This is Chris Creston, and this is your life, your money, as always, with my good friend Kelvin, the money guy. Askkelvin.ca, ask K E L V I N.ca. You can give him a call anytime at 416 457 7526. Kelvin. What what a surprise this morning! I think a lot of our listeners are probably waking up, and maybe they're just still groggy, laying in bed right now. I hope you're able to sleep in at least till nine o'clock on a Sunday morning. Don't look out the window; there you may not like what you see. Oh,
1: I know. When I got up this morning, I looked out. I thought, "Oh my gosh, it looks like Christmas! It's Christmas
0: all over again." We were talking before the the show started. It's the oh. white Christmas is late. And it's like a house guest that showed up after, every, after the, gone everyone everyone else has gone home. It's like, listen, uh, we don't need you here anymore. Snow. I know. Oh
1: my gosh. Oh well. <laughs> hopefully, it's all gone. Uh, April first is tomorrow. So. Yeah. Exactly. This is an early April Fool's joke on yeah. all of us here. <laughs> Actually, yeah.
0: Yeah, Kelvin. You know, we we talk a lot about money and finances. Here And we try and make it about, you know, your life and your money. And there's so much that can go into it. And sometimes there's uh, specific angles that uh, we can delve in as right. well. And that we're going to try and focus on a little bit of that right. today. Yeah.
1: So the last, I guess, four or five shows, you know, we've been talking about RSPs and TFSAs and lifts and riffs and all that kind of stuff. And what I find in, uh, in, you know, the past 25 years or so of doing this, we really talk about uh, transferring our wealth to the next generation and rarely do financial advisors and people at the banks talk about this stuff and many times because we're not really expert in in, in doing this kind of stuff so I thought to myself let me get an expert to talk about cottages and taxes and businesses and so on so I brought Amory on to talk about it so Amory welcome welcome
0: good,
2: good morning thank you
1: yeah, and, you know, you can get in
0: touch and uh, find out more about Anne-Marie also at ca. Anne-Marie, uh, you know, we're talking about uh, uh, about that. We're talking about sort of the, the passing on what you've got and what you've accumulated in your life to the next generation. There's there's a lot to uh, to tackle there. Uh, wh- where would you like to get started?
2: Oh, well, I know. and And one of the big questions people have when they transfer wealth is, their cottage. Right. So I thought we may focus a little bit on cottages and then end with maybe some business.
0: Well, you know what? And cottages are a big thing that I think are on a lot of people's minds right now. Despite the snow, <laughs> this is when you start thinking about, okay, if, it, if it's not winterized, it's time to go and open it up right. and start experiencing that the or enjoying that experience that you've invested in and enjoying that asset that you have as a cottage and that Great opportunity that you know, so many families in the GTA and in our listening audience have to be able to escape the city, escape the suburbs, and go out there and have that life by the lake. And it's just, Mm -hmm. it's a dream, as I say it, it's a dream for so many people. And it can also be a bit of a burden when it comes to transferring that wealth because at some point, there's going to be you know, the tax man's going to come calling. What is that tax liability look like, and, and is is that ca- uh, capital gains? What's that all about?
2: Yeah, so you're right. Cottages are where most people have all their happy memories as a child. So I've had a cottage for all my life and my family, and now I personally own a cottage as well. Um, and I know my kids would come visit me at the cottage before they'd come visit me, at home, because that's the fun place, right? There's some
0: incentive there. There's You've got a, a dock, a boat, somewhere exactly. to swim. Yeah.
2: And there's not a lot of work when they come up. <laughs> um, but but the problem is there's a, not a lot of cottages on the market. So REMAX did a study where um, the listings are down 41%, but the price is up 21%. Wow. wow. So it tells you that you know there's a finite amount of land and cottages available. And if you have one, you want to keep it. But if you've, ha- if you've had it and it's a second property, like a rental unit or a cottage, so either one, you have to pay capital gains tax when you transfer it to the next generation. Right. So I've been doing, well, I've been a financial advisor for since 1997. Um, and now I focus primarily, I'm uh, an investment and estate planning specialist. So a lot of my clients have cottages and they have this problem.
0: Mm-hmm. you know and i think a lot of people have that problem where you know maybe there's a, the kids still want it in the family but then they might not necessarily be able to afford it given how much their their primary properties are costing these days then uh, you're going to now have to add on the right. second one you want to keep it in the family pass on those memories to your children yeah. and there's a, there's a there's a huge problem with that i know the the cottage that i grew up going to on chamong lake is uh is no longer in the family and uh I am sure you know my grandfather made a good return on it but it was something that wasn't able to be passed on to to his kids and the the grandkids as a uh as a proxy through all that so we've we don't get that experience anymore
2: and i bet you you wish you still had that cottage
0: yeah there are times that i really do wish that we had it was huge though it was big there was a lot of property it was a lot to take care of yeah and it it just wasn't it wasn't in the cards to keep it uh keep it in the family
2: yeah i know Mm -hmm. well so when it comes to transferring the cottage i guess there's multiple ways to do it Mm You really should be sitting down with someone to figure out what is the best way for me. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know, you know, sometimes people just leave it and they put it in their will and then the tax is paid at death uh, out of other assets that they have. Um, Or they have to sell the cottage, which Mm -hmm. is a really big shame because kids usually want to keep it. Mm -hmm. A lot of times kids will try and keep it and maybe you have three or four kids and one child wants it and they try to borrow money to keep it and pay the taxes Uh, but they may not have the capacity to borrow. They may have a poor credit rating. Um, There's a lot of factors that come into play. So I think there's so many ways to transfer it. You have to look at what's best for you.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll look into a little bit more of that on the other side of the break here so we will take a break and we'll have more with Anne Anne-marie askannemarie.ca more with kelvin askkelvin.ca and you can give us a call here live 4168706400 star 640 on your cell phone we'll take a quick break here and we'll be back with your life your money on global news radio 640 toronto and welcome back. Thank you for spending part of your Sunday morning with us here with Your Life Your Money with Calvin the Money Guy, myself Chris, and today we're joined by Anne Marie, askannemarie.ca. That's ask a n n e m a r i e.ca. <laughs> askannemarie.ca. You can give her a call as well off the air at 647 647- Nine two three one six one or nine one. That's six four seven nine two three sixteen ninety one to get a hold of Anne Marie off the air. If you have any questions about these, uh, about what we're talking about here today, primarily what we've uh, started off talking about is uh is cottages and you know passing those cottages down to your loved ones and your mm-hmm. family members so that mm-hmm. you can. Keep those good times rolling up up north of the cottage at the lake. Right? Yeah, it
2: doesn't even have to be a cottage. It could just be a second property, right. you know, condos that you want to keep. Mm-hmm. You might be using your condos as a retirement income strategy, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but eventually you're going to have to pay um, the tax man, right? I mean...
0: It, so there's a capital gains tax, and that's something that we were just yeah. talking about. What's... Uh, what's the thinking behind that? What's the history behind right. the capital gains tax?
2: Yeah, well, it started in 1971. So if you had a property before that, you, you, you have to take the value as of 1971. And what the government says is all of the growth from um, what you've accumulated after you purchased it, you have to pay tax on that. The good thing is it's capital gains tax. So you only pay tax on 50% of the gain okay. right. at your marginal tax rate. So if you if you look at a cottage and you did an example um let's say you bought the cottage for uh f- you know 200,000 and then you put $50,000 of renovations into it. So make sure you keep all of your receipts, right? So you take the 800,000 and sorry let's say it's gone up to 300. Mm-hmm. So you take 800 to 300 what you paid for it. The capital gain is 500.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. So
2: half of that is 250. So you have to pay tax on $250,000 worth of gain when you pass away or when you sell the cottage to anybody or mm-hmm. if you sell it to your kids prior to passing away
0: right and so that's in the, that's true of of uh, any second property that you may be holding on yeah. to yeah, so capital if it's gains. A, if it's a condo, if it's a cottage, whatever right. it happens to be, that's that's something that you're going to have to deal with. And I don't think that that's something that people think about when you know when they're thinking about the cottage, they're thinking about the time on the dock. They're thinking about you know even fixing it up, spending that time working. Right. Because I know everyone, a lot of guys who have cottages just want to yeah. get up to the cottage and, and start doing the chores. But that's beer. drinking beer also, <laughs> and you that's know a what good one, chore to have on the deck.
1: Yeah. And one of the things that I that I see is that. I always hear people saying, you know, um, I'll sell the cottage or the condo or whatever Mm -hmm. to my kid for a dollar. Right. Yeah. Is that a workaround? Does that still exist?
2: You know what? That actually creates even more problems. Sometimes you have double taxation then because the government looks at it, um, everything at fair market value. All transactions occur at fair market value. So I can sell it to you at a dollar, but I still have to pay capital gains on the fair market value, less my acb which is what i paid for it but your new acb or purchase price is only a dollar so uh-huh. when you sell it you're going to pay tax on all of the growth
0: okay so Does that the, so that so it doesn't help so they've sort of de-incentivized no? right. that loophole that idea because i've i always hear people say something like Me that too. don't worry i'll sell it to my Except kids for, for a buck and i think is, is it that easy is that something you
1: can yeah. do yeah
2: yeah sometimes you end up with double Taxation and it, it doesn't work out.
1: So another misconception: things that we think about, you know, mm-hmm. it's unbelievable.
2: Yeah, unfortunately, the government wants their tax, and there's no way to get around paying it. But sometimes there are creative solutions that you can use to minimize the amount of tax that you actually pay.
0: And what what, what are those?
2: Um, well, one of the big ones is we call it like a legacy plan. So my clients, like we call it legacy planning,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and essentially it's like an insurance plan. Okay. Um, and with that, you pay the premiums. Mm-hmm. And when the second person, you know, the husband and wife own the cottage, when the second person passes away, the money's there to pay the capital gains so the cottage can stay in the family.
0: So should they think of that sort of insurance as an investment in the future?
2: Exactly, mm-hmm. yeah. they Don't look at it like insurance. right? Um, look at it like an investment. I mean, wealthy people love insurance products, mm-hmm. and the average Canadian doesn't. Right. Um, so if you took that example of, let's say you owed $150,000 of capital gain, gains tax at death, and I just did this for a client, so I know the numbers. If you had a husband and wife in their 60s and you purchased you know, this legacy planning, mm-hmm. uh, it might cost you $60,000 mm-hmm. over an eight to 10 year mm-hmm. period of paying. But at any point your family is going to get $150,000 plus more, depending on when you pass away, to pay for the tax
0: bill. Right. And that's why you've got to talk to an expert because to the average person, all they hear is that $60,000 price tag that they're going to be spending over the span of that time. So that's why you call up Marie. you C A. 647-923-1691. Six four seven nine two three sixteen ninety one. I want to quickly just take a call on the air here, and it seems like it might be something we've already answered, but I want to touch base with Jerry, who's been uh, waiting on hold uh, patiently. Jerry in Stoville, thanks so much for giving us a call this morning.
3: Hi, thank you. Um, sorry, I didn't. Maybe I didn't catch the whole show, but um, so <sighs> say the card is worth a million dollars. Can I sell it to my kids now, in essence, for three hundred thousand dollars? No, I with the expectation that I'm gonna die before they will so that it goes into their name um, and then this is kind of what my parents did years ago they did something similar but they put a mortgage back on it for the actual value they never put it in pay uh-huh. so that if I went I got a little funny or if I had you know did something and tried to sell it all they had to do is then put that mortgage into in pay and that mortgage at least would have been covered up to that in this case say a million dollars.
2: So they could put a lien on the property? Yeah they so they had a mortgage all written
3: oh, okay. up but there was there was no actual um, payment, made, payment made. And it just it, it stopped me from going out and selling it and doing whatever I want if I didn't get along with my parents.
2: Yeah, because um, see, the problem is when you do that, if you still want to use that cottage, you've lost control if you've sold it to your children and you don't know what will happen. And then sometimes, unfortunately, divorces occur and that cottage could become part of net family property and a spouse of one of your kids could actually have a claim to it. Right. So, you know, it, it, that's a really difficult question and I'd have to sit down with the numbers, but I, I mean, you can call me and I can go over it. But you, somehow, even if you sell it to your children at time of sale, no matter what you sell it to them for, you have to pay the capital gains at that time. And if you That's sell correct. it to them less than fair market value, their ACB, their adjusted cost base is whatever you sold it for. So
3: it, you're, right, you're, put, you're putting off the, the yeah. tax. Someone else at some point. Yeah.
2: But the disadvantage is you're going to pay the tax and they're going to pay tax based on what they actually paid you for, not the fair market value. So there do you see the double taxation?
3: Wow. I actually I don't. But. Okay.
2: Yeah. Well, call me. Call <laughs> me and we can talk about it. Well, it's, yeah. it's a difficult thing. Yeah, it's, it, it's, it's, it's all a lot numbers. to get into <laughs> on the radio. And I know.
0: Uh Jerry, thanks so much for giving us a call here on the air. And you can give Anne Marie a call at six four seven. 923 1691. That's 647 923 1691. Appreciate you calling up, Jerry, with that question. It's, it's, it's difficult because, you know, I think people have these plans and these yeah. workarounds in their head, mm-hmm. and saving taxes is on the top of everyone's mind. Right. We'll get more into all of that as we continue here with Your Life, Your Money with our special guest, Anne Marie. AskAnneMarie.ca is her website, and you can give her a call, 647 923 91. More of your life, your money coming up on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And it is 925 coming up in 926 here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And this is your life, your money. As always, Kelvin the Money Guy is here. We've also been joined by Anne Marie. Ask 647-923-1691 is the number to get a hold of Anne Marie. And we've been talking about estate planning and cottages and transferring your wealth between generations and uh, there's a lot to get into there but you know Kelvin it's funny because some things are sort of cut and dry right. and you know I think that every sort of family and every individual has their own interesting story mm-hmm. to tell when it comes to this sort of stuff.
1: So, so yeah it's funny how RSPs, TFSAs, LIRAs it's cut and dry mm-hmm. pretty much right. This transferring of wealth or extra projects um properties that people buy, cottages, things like that. It's a it's so convoluted and you really need to sit down and figure that stuff out now. Yeah, and it's interesting, even
0: you know, with the one caller that we spoke to, Anne-Marie, that you know, we, we've already delved into. There's a generational property here that's been around for a couple of generations. There's You were bringing up, you know, no one wants to think of the possibility of a divorce in the future and what that could mean if all of a sudden you're sharing a cottage
1: with your kid's ex-wife. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, yeah. and, you know, taxes are always going up and up and yeah. up. I mean, tomorrow is April Fool's Day, but not only that, guess what's going up also? All the taxes. Cigarettes, the <laughs> beer, liquor, yeah, and the carbon tax. Right. All
0: the fun stuff. So putting up the cost of basically everything to get shipped anywhere. Mm-hmm. So that's all going to be included in that. So that's something to look forward to for next week. <laughs> so, but, uh, you know, moving back to cottages, and Marie, you were talking about why, you know, wealthy people like insurance products. And, you know, I was interested in that. You know, what is it? What is it about that that those sorts of things, like we were talking about insurance, sort of on your investment? What's the a-
2: yeah? You know, it's funny. Wealthy mm-hmm. people tend to love life insurance. Mm-hmm. It's it because For they most buy of our- us,
0: yeah, yeah it seems funny. like an inconvenience and like, oh, why am I going to do this?
2: But- yeah. Well, RBC did a study, and actually, seventy percent of Canadians actually own insurance, mm-hmm. um, but. of those people don't even know what they have it for and if it's a good product. Mm -hmm. And there are so many insurance products that you do waste your money and throw it away. I mean, insurance is always good because it protects what you need, like car insurance, house insurance. Mm -hmm. But wealthy people tend to buy very good policies that pay dividends and they can use them for different strategies. So I I think a lot of times it's um, a great investment. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's great for tax liability. It's great for... Wealthy people for um, in- income planning, different things like that. Intergenerational wealth transfer. Um, so you know what? Somebody told me this. One of my clients was in my office, and we were talking about insurance. So, do you think Ted Rogers was a really smart man, Chris?
0: I would say so. I'd say he, he built quite an empire. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I. I thought and that's so something too. that you can't say about too many people.
2: Yeah, yeah, and I would assume he had the best tax advisors, accountants, lawyers around him to advise yeah. him on what to do.
0: Yeah. Uh, otherwise, he was a good guesser. But I, I think <laughs> he probably had some good people around him.
2: Yeah. So take a guess at how much life insurance was paid at his death.
0: Oh, I can't even imagine. It
2: $350 million. Dollars. Wow. So and unfortunately this client wanted insurance but obviously you have to get it while you're healthy mm-hmm. um, sometimes there's things you can do like use two lives to to use one healthy person and it doesn't pay until the other one but yeah you're right wealthy people do like insurance and mm-hmm. uh, sometimes the people that need it the most don't get it
0: right yeah people who would mm-hmm. really you know not, not have so much wiggle room or not have that ability right. to pay that capital gains uh, and
1: and I hear or read somewhere I don't where i heard it but it, they say most people buy life insurance from a friend or a family member and many mm-hmm. times they don't know why they're buying it mm-hmm. things like that so
2: well that industry is has a bad rap because mm. for years and years there's many people that have been transient and they're just product pushers right and that's the problem true um you know they just go i need mortgage insurance and they just buy it for whatever but it's not part of their plan mm-hmm. so the same thing when you sit with a client i mean I don't care what products we use. All we need to do is meet their dreams. So I tell people, come in and have a dream in your head. Like, what do you want to do? What do you Mm -hmm. want to see happen with your money and your estate and your properties or whatever you have? Maybe the problem is you don't have any money or an estate and you want to create one. Mm -hmm. Or you want to leave money to a charity and have a huge uh, tax refund on your final return that way. So... Insurance, I don't like that word because mm-hmm. it is kind of it has a negative connotation.
0: right yeah we sort of associate We're it with dying insurance yeah, that we, yeah
2: yeah, but there are so many applications to use. Mm-hmm. I mean I have I have realtors that use um, insurance for immediate financing arrangements, which means they it's a very complex thing. Mm-hmm. they put money in and then they borrow it out to buy properties. right. So we use it for all kinds of planning tools and it's a, a fabulous uh, tax strategy at times
0: if you want to uh, get a good tax strategy and you want to bring that dream to Anne-Marie, you can reach her, Marie 647-923-1691. That's 647-923-1691. ca is the website. We're going to take a break. We've got some callers waiting on hold, and we'll continue here with this conversation on Your Life, Your Money on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. And thank you for joining us. We are live here at Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I'm here live with Kelvin, the money guy. As always, askkelvin.ca is his website. And we're joined by Anne Marie, who's an estate planner, and uh, you know, helping us discuss. What, how you're going to be transferring wealth, uh, transferring your cottage, transferring your business, all sorts of things. We haven't even mm-hmm. gone to the business <laughs> side of it yet, um, and we'll be getting to that shortly. You can uh, visit her website, ca. and we've been taking some of your questions live on the air here as well, so I want to get quickly to Jack in Uxbridge. Jack, so thanks so much for waiting on hold. What's your question for Anne-Marie?
4: Um. <clears throat> In the scenario where a man and a woman are married and they have a a house and a cottage Mm -hmm. and they want to get rid of one, Mm -hmm. if they were to separate, legally separate or divorce, Mm -hmm. and the property was divided, the uh, recreational property to the wife and the, the house residence to the husband, would they have to pay capital gains?
2: Eventually, everything has to be, uh, capital gains has to be paid, but you can only have one designated residence while you were married. And then yes, after... Well,
4: but if you, while you're, okay, let's say you're married. Uh-huh.
2: And then you split up uh, and one know, takes well, no, the cottage.
4: Uh, yeah, so you're uh, you get split up, one gets the cottage, one gets the house. What happens with capital gains in that case?
2: Well you're not going to have to ever pay capital gains on any property through joint ownership until the person passes away um but you know that's a convoluted question too so that yeah i have to know how long you've had the house and things like that so sorry well, calvin the, you have a question
1: well I, my comment is um jack if you yeah. so you're married the princi- the the residence you both live in is your principal residence right the, cottage, the whole time you're married, the whole time you're married, the cottage is just your secondary property. So, from my opinion, I would think you'd pay capital gains on the cottage. Well, well, at time kind of right.
2: transfer, because you're, yeah. yeah.
4: Hang on now, you. Well, it, when you separate uh, your estate, then prior to it, if the lawyers are going to separate your estate and give fifty to fifty mm-hmm. to each party. I, then one gets the cottage, one gets the, the home. Right. Who pays the capital
1: gains so, and why? So, Jack, that's a, a real complex question to answer on the air. I would suggest maybe give anne <laughs> a call uh, later on after the show and maybe have okay. that discussion.
2: Yeah, you know, that's funny that you said that. My girlfriend actually just went through this, and her husband did uh, keep the cottage and move there, and they're, they're, not, they're in their 50s, mm. and she did keep mm. the house. So that's actually a, a great... Topic.
0: So there's more but. to, there's there's a lot to delve into, Jack. So if you want to give Anne Marie a call, it's 647 923 1691. I appreciate the call, Jack. Sorry we weren't able to get a firm answer on your question there, but we do appreciate it. Again, the number 647 923 1691 to get a hold of Anne Marie. I, I wish I could. Say so yeah, I was yeah, a I divorce know. lawyer, so I could really fill in the blanks <laughs> well, on all this. But my only experience with divorce is through my parents. So wow. I can't, uh, I can't <laughs> well, help you out lot, with that. Well, there's a lot.
2: Like, how long have you owned the cottage? What is the adjusted <laughs> yeah, cost? it's very because, complex. You know, has it been a rental problem? Like, there's so many different things. You can't mm-hmm. really comment. It's like trust. Right. I mean, trust can be a fabulous planning tool mm-hmm. as well for people, but it, it can be costly. We do actually um, have a
0: call on the line about trust. So I'll quickly get to okay. Rosemary here. Rosemary, uh, did you, it was a question about uh, properties and trust, right?
3: Yes. Um, I have um, some friends who put their property uh, condos or their homes in trust for a child. Um, to whom you know they're expecting to leave their property at a later date. Is mm-hmm. that a way of getting around capital gains? Well, there's never on. any
2: way of getting around capital gains, but it's a way of deferring capital gains. So, I mean, there's many forms of trust, too. Um, we could actually do an entire show on trust because there's mm-hmm. also ego, inter vivos, testamentary. There's Henson Trust for disabled children. Um, but yeah, that can be a really good planning tool as well. So there's so many ways to transfer property and cottages. um, and so many people do it different ways. And there is no right or wrong way. It's doing whatever works best for you, for you. and your family, in your situation, because a trust is one of the most powerful financial planning tools that there is, and it allows you to maintain control, to maintain control of your properties as well. So yeah, a trust can be a fabulous way to uh, transfer properties. Wow. So yeah, Rosemary, that's a great question and a really in-depth one.
0: Yeah. So Rosemary, if you want to get in touch with Anne-Marie, if you want to go over your specific situation off the air, the number is 647-923-1691. That's 647-923-1691. appreciate you calling up, Rosemary.
2: Yeah, you know, um, trusts are the most flexible financial planning tool known to man, I believe. Really, huh? (laughs) Yeah, it really is. There's so many interesting things you can do with it, but it's such a complicated process. Mm -hmm. Um, And everything starts with Mm -hmm. fact-finding. You can never give advice, and I hate to ever give advice to anybody without knowing all the facts. Right. Because all you need is one person to take a little tidbit of what you've said mm. and do the wrong thing, and it can be so detrimental to them.
1: So you're right. I mean, it's like... Uh Prescription before diagnosis right. could lead to malpractice. Right. Yeah, right? you
2: can't just have a prescription pad in your drawer and hand it out to everybody. Saying, you know what, yeah. you should have a family trust. That's a perfect opportunity right. for you to, to right. shelter some. So there's no one size gains. fits all situation. Right.
0: Yeah. So there's little nuances and things that you can play into. Yeah. You know, a, a trust sounds like a good idea. A in great principle, idea. Actually, and I think yeah. a lot of you know very wealthy people put very their money in do. in trusts trust. and that works. For them, now, whether or not it works for people of varying economic status, it, exactly. it depends.
2: Because it could be costly. Like, there mm-hmm. are fees. You know, it's probably about 2% management fee. It's like the U.S.
1: At. $1 bill in God we trust.
2: <laughs> in God we trust.
0: <laughs> and in in Kelvin we trust and in Anne-Marie we trust here. Ask anne ca is her website. 647-923-1691 is a number to get a hold of her. That is askannemarie.ca. And of course, there's always askkelvin.ca <laughs> to get a hold of Kelvin, the money guy. We will take a break here, but I do want to talk about those businesses. Yes. And we talked about transferring a cottage to another generation. How do we do it with a business? Because I know a lot of our listeners out there are business owners of varying sizes. So more on that on the other side of the break here with Kelvin, Anne-Marie, and myself on Your Life, Your Money on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. here on your Sunday morning and what is a snowy surprise Sunday morning for a lot of us waking up this morning and uh, you know one thing that you shouldn't be surprised by but a lot of us seem to be is sort of the certainty of death and taxes and that seems to have been a a well-quoted phrase but you know, it's what we've been going over here as we talk about passing and, on uh, businesses, passing on cottages, passing
1: on second properties to the next generation. And it's funny, you know, when, when we ask people, um when do you guys do your tax planning? Mm-hmm. And guess what the answer is? When they're filling out the form in April, well, yeah. it's too late. The last yeah.
2: day possible.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So your tax planning is done in the calendar year, not the year after and a big problem I find is business owners. You know, we, we myself included, we own a business, we work, we put money in the business, and seldom do we sit and, and think about how am I going to get the money out? Mm-hmm. Or what are some of the things I can do? Like I hear, Anne-Marie, um, most business owners shouldn't buy an RSP.
2: No, yeah, I know. There's specific products um, tailored do you want to talk about that first? Yeah, why don't you? Okay. So there are specific um, products for retirement savings that business owners should be using. And uh, one of them is a personal pension plan. So the personal pension plan is actually, it's just like an RSP, but it's for owners of corporations and doctor, a lot of doctors included. Right. Um, because they're highly taxed. So it's, it's like an RSP on steroids, Right, so it's a really powerful solution for highly taxed business owners. Um, so, if you if you are owning a business and you have a tax problem, you should be looking at a PPP. That's the new, the new pension planning okay. tool that they use. So, it, it actually it maximizes all contribution limits, and it's way higher than traditional RSP um, limits.
0: And so, you know, I think a lot of business owners probably think, well, I, I've got no way to save for retirement other than just
1: selling, selling the it business. all in a bank right. or selling my business yeah. and that's my retirement plan. So so yeah. that PPP, is that, that's, a, that's a personal pension plan, is that what that is?
2: Yeah, it's a personal pension plan. So it's done, it's registered with CRA and there's some actuaries involved and it's a very complex right. product on the inside, mm-hmm. the guts of it's complicated, but on the- upside for us and the the business owners. It's a very simple thing because mm. the corporation makes the contributions and it's tax deductible and you still can get a pension adjustment right. um, on your T-Ford income. But, you know, I can give you an example um, sure. if you want. So if you were, let's say you had a business and you were taking out, so this is a doctor okay. that I was working with. They, let's say they T-Ford themselves $100,000 um, and they had worked for... 20 years, right? and they plan to work for another 20 years. When you set up the PPP and you look at the returns that they can get and the tax savings they can get, they are retiring with an extra $1.6 million wow. in their uh, retirement fund compared to traditional RSPs. So I actually have um, a calculator that you can basically calculate yourself the difference if you are a business owner. So if you call me or go on my website, I don't think it's on my website actually right now, but it will be. But if you call me and then give me your email, I can, um, yeah, give you the calculator. I can calculate it for you.
0: 647-923-1691 is the number to get a hold of Anne-Marie. That's 647-923-1691. Now that, that sounds like it, like a huge difference all of a sudden, you know what? It's the difference between feeling around in the dark and you know having a map and a plan right. on where you're
2: going. Yeah, yeah. Because a traditional RSP contributions, you know, Kelvin, at the eighteen percent of your net income to a max of what? 26? Yeah, minus pension adjustments. Minus and so any so on. Ch- yeah. pension adjustments. So uh, there used to be like IPPs were popular as well, and now PPPs seem to be the new thing. Um, so I have a team of people as well that help in the background because I just don't know everything. I'm mm-hmm. like Kelvin. I'm not a Know, know it all. At all. I'm a learn it, it all. Right, <laughs> Love that line. <laughs> um, yeah, but but what you have to do, especially if you own a business, is there's huge, huge tax implications and rules have changed as far as even passive income that mm-hmm. you have in your business now. So yeah, you know, I mean it's like a big potpourri basket of different things and components in there, and you need to really sit down and talk to someone. Right. Um, I don't know, maybe if you have a good planner, talk to them and approach them about these mm-hmm. things and see what they have to say.
1: Well, I find that uh, you know, most advisors we really don't talk about that kind of stuff too much. We we worry about the markets going up and down and we should worry about the stock markets going up and down, up and down, but we don't really give a lot of considerations to um to tax planning, especially business owners. So maybe after the break you can you know, maybe go into some more of those PPPs. Yeah,
0: as we uh, are running out of time, we should take a a break quickly here and then we will come back and talk about some of the uh, tax strategies for saving taxes if you are a business owner here with Anne-Marie askannemarie.ca is the website 647-923-1691 that's askannemarie.ca and we'll be getting into those tax strategies for people passing on their businesses on the other side of the break here on global news radio 640 toronto and thank you all for joining us here today with uh, Kelvin, the money guy, and Anne Marie, who's been helping us talk about estate planning and passing on some of your business assets, some of your your cottages, things like that. There's so much to fit into an hour, and it's we. I think we've basically just had like a sampler platter here. We haven't had the
1: full. It's
2: impossible to get in in every situation so detailed, and I hate to comment on anything if it's not exactly right. what's it, true.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, it's all—it's almost like cutting hair over the phone. Right. You, you can't really do it. You really need to, like over, over the break, we're just talking, there's so many little things that we need to know and we don't know. So I always suggest, like I say, don't be a know-it-all, be a learn-it-all. So reach out to mm-hmm. Anne-Marie. And,
0: it, it can't hurt to get some advice and get uh, the you know, advice of someone that is uh, skilled in his experience as Anne-Marie. So I do want to, because I promise the listeners, we're going to talk a little bit about tax saving for business owners. Yeah.
2: Okay. So yeah, I just wanted to read you a couple stats quickly, because honestly, sure. this show has gone by so quick. I could <sighs> talk for hours, but there's actually $1.5 trillion in business assets that's going to transfer hands in the next decade. Wow. Like that's incredible, right? Mm-hmm. And if the survey said 81% of business owners are going to transfer or sell their business to the next generation. And none of them have a plan. 8% have a written down plan or know what they're going to do. And, you know, we have access to some fabulous planning tools. Um, And every time I meet a business owner and I sit down with them, they always say, you know, I didn't even know we could do this or I've heard of this and I didn't think I was able to do it. But because the population's older and people are thinking of doing this and it's all happening, you know, now and within a 10-year time period, uh, without proper planning, your corporation exp- is going to be exposed to huge tax liabilities. Mm. Um, so another tool that I just wanted to touch on, and I won't get into the details of it, is an estate freeze. And that's a, a, you know, an estate planning technique. And what it does is it locks in the value and attributes future growth to the next income. So maybe we can do that on another show. Sure. Because that's a really detailed plan.
0: Like so many things that that we're touching (laughs) on here, there's so many facets to all of it. And I want to thank you, Anne-Marie, for joining us here today and helping us learn about this and educating myself and our listeners about this topic, about estate planning, about moving properties and moving Mm -hmm. uh, business assets between generations. You know what? Like I said, we've got the sampler platter, but I, I think I want to come back for more. So yeah. we'll definitely have you back for more. Well, uh,
2: thank you for having me on, guys.
0: Yes, thank you. I really appreciate it. And Kelvin, thanks again for spending another great Sunday morning yeah, here with us. Yeah, it goes by
1: so fast, eh? So fast,
0: it's crazy. And uh, to all our listeners out there, thank you for joining us again. I should give out the uh, the numbers again here. If you want to get a hold of Kelvin, askkelvin.ca. That's ask K-E-L-V-I-N.ca four 416- 416 457-7526, and you can get a hold of Anne-Marie, who's been our special guest today, 647-923-1691, askannmarie.ca. This has been your life, your money. Again, thank you both for joining us here Thanks. and helping educate the listeners on these important topics and, uh, and entertaining us here as well. This has been a great <laughs> conversation. More of Global News Radio 640 Toronto coming up here. Stay tuned.